The election results are in. Girl, how long does it take, mister? Hates Donald Trump. I am your host, Bobby Stills. Across from me is Jonathan Tunamathan. This is episode 47 of Grill. How long steak, mister? Uh, 47 minutes, according to Virginia's polls. <laughs> <laughs> this shit is going to hell in a handbasket. I know, right? Let's All right, we are recording to you in Seattle, Washington, where we are with her. <laughs> on South Bay Union, going on? where we are with her. Studio 212, South Atlanta, Seattle, Washington. This is a production of the Soundcasting Network. And the Soundcasting Network, I believe, is for Donald Trump or is it Jill Stein? Jill Stein. You know what? The owner and operator of this <laughs> network, K Boogie, aka Queef Boogler, is not Queef Boogler. Is not here to defend himself because he, he likes is slaving Trump. away in the kitchen. Does he like Donald Trump? Up like Trump, up like Trump, <laughs> apparently. More like Queef Burglar. <laughs> <laughs> He's not here, dude. If he was here, we'd not be talking like this. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, welcome to episode uh, 47 of the show. I don't know. I'm a little upset right now. The polls aren't looking good. I've been fighting with my family all week on Facebook. Not fighting in court, you know, just, uh, I just don't understand, man. I don't understand. They're just upset because they lost. So. And I don't want to turn in, uh, turn off any of our listeners who are for Donald Trump. But if you are for Donald Trump, don't listen to my show. <laughs> I don't want you to listen to my show because you are not intelligent. And uh, yeah, I don't like you. But what about those people who feel who are intelligent and are voting because I don't even know. There's so many people I know that are really smart that are like for some reason for Trump. I don't even know. I don't really want to get I into this. I shouldn't have said like, that because yeah. this is not a political yeah, show. This exactly. is a show about food and fun, fun, food, fun, fun, food. We, yeah. We were just talk, we were just watching the race. A second yeah. Ago, so. I don't know. Sorry. I'm just upset at my family right now. Oh, I love them, though. It's uh, okay. They just, just lost the World Series or whatever, right? I'm just Cleveland did. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I don't care. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's get into work updates. Uh, John, Johnny, do you want to go first, sir? No, nah, you go first. All right. Uh, I'm pretty pissed. Uh, What's going on now? Nothing, man. You know what I'm saying? I've been talking about some people getting fucking lazy, not listening at work. You know, we're about to crack that whip. I'm real, real nice in the kitchen. Uh, not only with the, the flick of my wrist on that saute pan, <laughs> and I'm the quick one to snap them tongs at you, homie. Okay? <laughs> I'm always double clicking. Uh, but because I'm so friendly and nice, man, I never I never really get mad. I, I My temper's not that bad. Uh, you know, you've worked with me before. Yeah. I get frustrated. Uh, we and you have got into it before. I walk offline. I have walked offline on you before. Yeah, you, you've done <laughs> a lot of things online. You've fucking, yeah, you've, yeah. <laughs> but I'm chill. I snapped. One time you actually, one time you said something to me and I got pissed and I was like, I think Go I want to, yeah, I think I wanted to send you home. And I was like, nah, you ain't sending me home. It ain't going down <laughs> like that. You were like, ugh, nah, ugh. I was like, fuck you, dog. I was like, fuck you, Robbie. <laughs> like, uh, but Robert I'm super Stills. chill. I'm super chill, and I don't care, man. I just want you to do your job. But I'm getting pissed. We had a like an emergency little meeting with uh, one of our little homies at work, and brought him in, tried to resolve our differences. It was all gravy. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we just got to deal with some small things. So oh, we're getting together, and we're gonna figure out how to attack this problem uh, as a group. And uh, we don't want to single anybody out, but we're gonna have to start singling people out. More sex. Uh, I don't want to make anybody feel bad. Uh, 
But, uh, you know, sometimes that's necessary. If you're, you're trying to pull some shit over us. You know what I'm saying? You, we ain't stupid. I've been doing this shit a long time. You know what I'm saying? You're young. You know what I'm saying? And you ain't fooling nobody. Mm. I know what you're doing. I see. I, I look at everything. Are they like, are they? What? Just not doing shit, man. We do extra shit for somebody. Yeah. And then that makes them think that they just don't have to do anything. Oh, okay. And it's like, they don't look at everything. They don't know what's in that walk-in. They don't know what's on that line. I know everything that's in that restaurant. I know what we have, what we don't have, when we're getting it in. I know when it's being made. Yeah. I know everything what's on deck, and it's because I take the time to look, listen, and act, my brother. <laughs> my mic you okay? You kissing up. that mic? No, my mic's all fucked up, and it smells like that girl. <laughs> Shout out Mary Ortiz. <laughs> by, the, by the way, we got a new show here on the Soundcasting Network. It's called Seattle Super Friends. Uh, if you live in the Seattle area, uh, it goes over all the shows uh, going on of the week. Uh, my pick uh, for today, this is uh, we're recording on Tuesday, was Ray Shremmerd. At uh, Bobby Schmurder, Ray Schremmerd. Oh, you know, that's the shit I want. Well, whatever. That's that's not, uh, anyway, um, so that's my work update. Uh, whatever. I'm I'm staying at it. You know, I'm I'm really getting that itch for, to get back in the kitchen to work in that game. But I'm not a I'm no. Not. You don't. You don't. You <laughs> don't. All it's, right. It's just as bad. All right, Johnny. Do you update work update? Same shit, different pot, dude. Like I can't even tell you. Um, no. Uh, work is good. We had a pretty busy week this week. I got to take Saturday off because I uh, had to move, which sucked because it was dumping that day. I don't know if you saw the weather or were out in it. But what day was this? Saturday. This this past Saturday, it was dumping, dude. What the fuck? I went out and did some things. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. My homies. Uh, I'll talk about that in a little bit. Word. Well, anyway, it sucked to move, so we did that. Um, <clears throat> But other than that, work has been pretty good. Me and my boss have been uh, vibing a little bit more. Um, he's been approaching things a little bit better, I think. And uh, we're starting to move forward and get into more of a um, cohesive thing. You know, he's like starting to feel a little bit more confident with us, I think. To gel, a trusting, more yeah, trusting. Yeah, a little bit staff. more trusting. I don't think he's like that trusting. But uh, at the same time, uh, he just went to New York and left us to the restaurant for Sunday, you know. and You didn't burn the place down? No, actually, it was a really good Sunday this this Sunday because um, this has never happened to me there. But it's a la carte day and uh, a two tables ordered right after they had the first dish that came off my station, they ordered the, a second one of the same dish. So one was a cauliflower uh, risotto. Fur? It was, oh. it was fur? It, it was for who? Fur? Fur? Fire. Oh, fur. Cauliflower. Yeah, fire. Yeah, it was fire. <laughs> but I guess they like got fur. they got another fur. one. I don't I don't know what you, these kids are saying these days. Um, but yeah, so they got another one and that was like really exciting and then uh I cooked a fish later on in the evening and then the table got another one before they like they stopped their whole meal and had All-star. another one. Yeah. All-star baby. All- give like, me a high five on that one, man. Off your station. They ain't re- <laughs> <laughs> That's that money. Like, yeah. Uh round 2. It was good. Fight. No, it was dope. So um that was nice and uh yeah, food's been looking good. Um, trying to get my head back in the game, starting to trying to get ex- inspired, even though it's not really the time or season that I'm inspired. Um, but trying to get things rolling, you know, with the new house, I'm trying to start cooking a little bit more at home. So got some groceries, started processing some foods. Uh, you know, you can set up your kitchen however you want when you move into a new place. Um, so like I have all my stuff set up right and I have all the containers in the in the in the fridge and stuff like that. So you know, my little half pints and shit like that. <sighs> Um, do you steal those uh, pints from work? No, I just got the little Gladware ones from the supermarket. And, um, 
you know, because I'm only making enough stuff for the week. So it's not like I need too much space. And the fridges over at the new place are really tiny. It's like. Yeah. Like mine. You've seen my fridge, right? I think it's smaller. Not G. <laughs> anyway. Um, but yeah, other than that, things are good. So. Let's get on with the show. All right. Uh, any exciting uh, places you've eaten this week? You want to shout out on the show? No. I was supposed to eat that food co that feed co feed co. Yeah, I didn't. Man, I've been fuck, dude, so busy. I was supposed to do stuff um, this week too. No, I had some childhood friends in from town, uh, from the great state of Ohio, Columbus, Ohio, to be exact. Go Buckeyes all day, baby. I know we lost to Penn State, but that's okay. <laughs> Uh, my homeboy John Johnson uh, and Khalil. What's Khalil's last name? I don't know. Uh, but they were in town. Khalil. Yeah, you know, they're from Ohio. And, and I took them around and they're like, man, you know everybody in this city. And I was like, I don't know everybody. I know a lot of people. I know enough. I know enough people. But we went to a lot of bars and a lot of restaurants. Oh, I took them to Kushi Bar, which is Japanese street food. Uh, they enjoyed that. Uh, they wanted some Mexican food. We were in Queen Anne. I was so like, you took them to Hapanessa? Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we were on Queen Anne, Lower Queen Anne. Uh, we had went somewhere and do some crap. Uh, but... I was like, let's go buy Taylor Shellfish. And they were like, uh, no, this is not look good to us. And I was like, uh, okay, it's bomb.com to me. But uh, so I took him to Pesos. Maybe they didn't want them fresh. Uh, Pesos is always, you know, I don't know. Yeah, it's, good. it's some basic uh, Mexican food, but it's great, delicious. Uh, and then they wanted to go, they went to Wakefield for brunch one day. Oh, nice. Uh, they said it was one of the best brunches they've ever had their entire lives. Uh, I was the, pretty they, standard. They, sure. Yeah, I was like, they probably need to get on anymore. We, talk, we talked about the food scene in Columbus, Ohio. The food <laughs> scene. I've been seen, went to some of the fancy restaurants in Columbus, Ohio. Some of these so-called like amazing chefs there. And it doesn't really hold a flame to half our restaurants here. But it was good. It's I'm not complaining. My, I will tell the story about when my mom wanted to take me There's going to be some dinner. chef that listens over in Ohio. He's like, fuck that girl. I will tag him. I will t <laughs> he owns like five restaurants in this city and he is supposed to be the bomb. What's his name? I will talk about it. Remind me to talk okay. about this. To tell this story about when my mom took me out this fancy. <laughs> she tried to make me not wear a, a Kangol. <laughs> and she was like, you can't wear jeans to this restaurant. And I was like, please, mom, I'm from Seattle. I wear flip-flops in nice restaurants. You know what I'm saying? Uh, anyway, uh, but uh, then I took him to Five Point. Oh, nice. That's they, they really enjoyed it. And I was, my girlfriend was like, do not take them there. <laughs> That is so bad for you. That and I was like, I know, I know, but I just feel like you know they are um, gonna like they're gonna really really like it, you know. And uh, I did, and they enjoyed it. So shout out them. I had a lot of fun with them. Uh, my boy James was uh, who's been a guest on the show. My old roommate. He was MIA the whole entire weekend. Okay. Well, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so uh, like we're always uh, shouting out at the end of the show. Uh, to text us uh, or not text us, uh, <laughs> email us at grillhowlongsteakmister at gmail. Um, to any topics or questions you have for us, we'll answer them. Uh, all that hate mail I'll be getting, yeah, that gets uh, archived into the hate folder. Yeah, uh, we run those IP addresses and <laughs> we will find you. <laughs> I'm coming to Mumbai. <laughs> Pack tea. Watch out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but I have got a couple uh, nice letters from people uh, that I should shout out, but um, I'll get to some of those <coughs> other ones. But uh, we got a, a question slash topic uh, question uh, email from uh, Chris Jones. Very random name. It sounds suspect. Is this from you, Johnny? 
Did you up yourself in this own email? <laughs> Maybe. Is it from... Uh, no. Yeah. Uh, but this uh, Chris Jones, what's up? Thanks for the email. Uh, he says he's not a cook or a chef. Uh, he just likes uh, food a lot. And uh, he you know, wants to know uh, our opinion on what we think makes a great chef. Is it a trait that someone uh, you're, that you're born with? Is it something you can learn as a skill? Uh, he's curious to hear our perspective on that question. That's tough. It's a tough question. Not really. I mean, yes and no, because it's like, it's like, what do you define as a chef? Because a lot of people define chef differently. First you know. of all, what a chef, the, I think the literal translation is boss, right? Yeah. It's like a le- the leader. Yeah. El jefe. Yeah. <laughs> like, the dawn. <laughs> basically. <laughs> no, um. You know, because it goes around. I mean, it depends on like what type of what level of cooking you're at, I guess you could say, because, you know, there's like there's like Michelin star chefs and then there's like, you know, executive chefs, which we call like clipboard chefs and stuff like that. And then there's uh, your typical line chefs, you know, who are still in the Sue's. Yeah. Junior's demis. Your demi tosses. Chef de cuisine. uh, Chef de partie. Yeah. Uh, So there's a lot of there's a lot of different. Um, levels of chefing, um, chefery. You can be in the kitchen, <laughs> whipping the work, whipping that work. Uh, I had, ex- I have. I'll tell you later. I had a trap Sunday at the job stead <laughs> the other day. It was nice. Um, but anyway, so for, I mean, for me, I think um, what makes a great chef is the ability. Um, to multitask and not just to multitask. Um, things that you're doing in the workplace, like food or cooking at the same time is multitasking life. Yeah. Um, being able to manage and have your family if you have one or not, but still being able to have that, uh, personal time for yourself. So you're not going crazy. But when you go into the job, managing all of those different, um, emotions and, um, people that you're working with, because everybody is different and it's really, really difficult to, um, build a team around you because that's what you need to do as a chef is you need to make sure that everybody who's working or who's under you, I guess you could say, wants to follow you. You know, it's like you're going into battle and you're the general or like you're the leader of this charge and you want everybody to just be following suit. And like, if you say something, you don't want any questions. You just want it to happen. Um, so you have to make sure that when you're prepping or before service or even after service that you, that you give a, that you give a little love to your people and let them know that, uh, yes, you are their boss, but at the same time you are, um, one of them and, uh, the shit, you know, the shit rolls downhill. Um, so, you know, help, help them out at the same time, you know? So like, that's, that's definitely one trait that I see in a lot of chefs that I follow. And, um, that's definitely a trait that, in a lot, of, I don't see in a lot of chefs, and you know when I don't see that in a chef because we usually have problems with each other because they're not pushing me in the right direction or they're not. Um, I not want to don't want to say coddling, but it's like especially when you're an emerging chef or a cook or trying to learn this industry, you want people to take you under their wing and and teach you their ways, but at the same time let you have the freedom to explore yourself a little bit, you know, um, you don't want somebody every, I remember when I was coming up in the game, people were like, 
oh, I like that you don't have that much experience because then I can mold you into what I want you to be and then you can do what I want you to do. And it's like, that's cool, but I'm not going to work for you for the rest of my life. You know, like they be trying to have you follow. Yeah, exactly. And, and sometimes that works and sometimes it doesn't. I mean, Robbie and I have fucking followed, you know, a chef shifts. and we've jumped ships and, it, and I will go work. There's some chefs out there that anytime they call me on the drop of a hat. Oh yeah, for sure. I'll be there if they need me. You know what I'm saying? And I, we, I, and I mean, we, we know from experiences sometimes that works and sometimes that doesn't work. Um, and it's unfortunate when it doesn't work because it kind of puts you in a situation where you're like, man, I was I was here for the homie and now he ain't there he, for me. Yeah, he ain't there for me. So I either jump ship and fuck all the new homies that I make or, you know, I stay here and I get my my booty pounded, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But yeah, so it's, you gotta, you know, you gotta do balance. Um, you gotta have creativity and, um, your own vision for sure. Um, and I think Robbie has a couple, you know, I mean, I second, I mean, I second everything you say. Uh, do I think, um, that it's something you're born with? No, no, not at all. Is it a skill that you can learn? Yes. And it's by working with great great chefs. But I also do think that like as a skill to be born, maybe not, but the, um, maybe the, the skill to think a little bit differently can, can be something that you're born with, you know, like your mind doesn't work the same way as another person. And that's why you create what you create or experience. Yeah. But you, but you have to experience. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> no. Um, I mean, I know culinary students that come out, you know, that went to a whatever, a two year school or something like that. And they come out and they think they're chefing uh, yeah. all day and they have the mindset of a chef. But that doesn't make a chef. Uh, my opinion, what makes a great chef is somebody that you're willing to pretty much die for. You know what I'm yeah, saying? For sure. uh, when you're sick, uh, you're not feeling well, you cut your hand. You know, you still go, you still go into work. Uh, and that's because you know that he would do it, that he's going to be there. Um, and it's also somebody that, uh, kind of is willing to listen to you and, uh, understand that, nope. that, um, you know, you're, you're still learning. You're always mm-hmm. learning. Uh, Just like mentor, really. Yeah. And that's what they are. They're a mentor. People look, a lot of people in the culinary should look up to chefs like they're gods. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of chefs that I admire. Uh, I mean, there's a bunch out there that I've worked with. I mean, that. even some of the celebrity chefs are people that I fucking, yeah. like, that I fuck with. And you know, and it's not so much about their food. Some of them aren't even that good cooks, No, man. it's, just it's their, the way they live their life, yeah. their ethos, the way they carry themselves in life. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's just, it's the swag that they have. Uh, and I don't fuck with the celebrity chefs. I mean, some of them are cool and I like the way they... The only one I really fuck with is Gordon Ramsay and Emerald Lagasse. I love those two. Boy. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, you know, yeah, what makes a great chef? I mean, uh, yeah, man, you don't have to be even be a good cook. Uh, I no. don't think being, being cooking is what makes you a chef. It's being a great leader mm-hmm. um, and having people that want to work for you. I mean, the food helps, you know. Yeah, the food helps. I mean, that's that's what gets you that status. Exactly. Though. Like if someone's uh, like that food is hitter, then you can definitely. But like, but which okay, which would you rather be? Right. Let's say you're 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 a chef, right? Mm-hmm. Would you rather be a chef at a restaurant who turns out makes a lot a lot of money? And has a really happy time being at work, or would you rather be a chef that works at a super fancy restaurant that has no customers and is always struggling to find line cooks? You know, but you have that status in the city as being one of the hottest new places. You know, it's like I'd rather be a chef at a place where I work for ten years and yeah. I have a good team. Yeah. That's what, and I have 
creative control over the menu. No, exactly. And I, I feel, I feel you on that. And I'm like, that's what I've been thinking a lot, you know, cause, um, I've done a little bit of both of like the grimy cooking and the fancy cooking. And right now I, I guess you can say that I'm doing fancy cooking, but I wouldn't really say it's, you know, I like the fancy shit. Yeah. Man. It's like too crazy, but it's at the same time, it shows you what you want and what you don't want. And in my eyes, I see the food that I'm doing and I'm like, I love it. It's great. It's beautiful. It hits the plate. It pops. It has these flavors. But at the same time, I'm like trying to think about it in an aspect as if like I could do this at a bar. Like, could this be like gastropub food? Like, no. And it's like, when I think about it, I'm like, I want to make dirty pasta, (laughs) you know, fucking, I want to, I want to make brisket and fucking like, you know, fucking turn it into fucking hash and make yeah. pastrami and like and that's do fine. those sorts and, of things. And that's the thing about it is, is like, you know, that's that's why that's where you get to bounce around different places. Yeah, exactly. For many different types of chef. And that's how you decide what kind of chef you want to be. Exactly. Now, I'm not really a chef. Um, I've chefed it up. <laughs> but I don't consider myself a chef. I've been called chef before and I don't, yeah, and I don't like that, it. It makes me feel awkward. Exactly. And there's always that thing. There's always the chef title and then there's always being a chef, chef you know, and it's like, you know, I've been given a chef Count title. Um, but uh, it was, it was tough for me. I would say, I would kind of say like at Chop Shop that um, I would consider myself one of the chefs there because I did a lot, you know, I did menu development. I didn't do the numbers, which which is something that you need to do if you're actually chefing, you know, as you need to know your 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 money, you know, you need to know what you're making and and like how much your food costs that's a big is and part stuff too. like that. That's a huge part of being a chef, you know, or, or that's a huge part of running a restaurant at least. Just know how your restaurant, you know, res- you have to know how it runs. So I wasn't doing that, so that's why I can't really say I'm a chef. And I'm a little young, you know, I don't really have that much experience to say that. I'm still learning numbers. But then there's, but see, but that's the thing. It's like then there's people like fucking uh, uh, Maximilian Petty from uh, Eden Hill, shout out, um, who's he's 26. Years old, and he's a chef. I'm not going to say he's not a chef. He's a chef, you know. Um, and he, but I think because he he doesn't drink either, and I think <laughs> and I think that's one of the things is you know is he has his shit together. You know, he woke his game up, and he was like, I know this Stay is woke. This is what I need to do to become the best. And you know, uh, it's it's tough when you do that because he did it at a young age, and you can tell that it hit him just like it hits everybody else. You know, it doesn't matter how young you are. Once you get that fucking those write ups and all that shit. All right, all right, all right, all right. It gets no, 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 no. You just get you get tired. You know, you're working so much. Um, yeah, how long is he gonna last? Yeah, you know, it's like it doesn't matter how old you are. Even if you're 26, you can burn out. You know, like you get tired. You wanna, you wanna like live your life and is, you do that draining. shit. You know, so <laughs> it's 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 an interesting line to be like, where do you become chef? We, you know? we, we, we're gonna do, we've talked, we've thought, of, we've touched on this a couple times in the show. Yeah, we've talked about different stories and articles about Chris leadership. Hill always throws it out. Yeah, and maybe one, I don't know. We'll talk more about it about what kind of chefs we like and uh, their attributes and traits. I mean, we always try to touch base on. I don't know, uh, but I, I appreciate the um, email from you, Chris. And uh, he also wants to know here hear our thoughts on the movie Chef. Uh, we will be talking about that that uh, movie Chef and a lot of cooking movies. We're going to do a crossover episode with uh, one of the podcasts here on the Soundcasting Network. And when we do, it's going to be lit. Because <laughs> I'm going to go off. Uh, yeah, there's a show on the Soundcasting Network. Uh, you can check out the network at uh, www.soundcastingnetwork.com. There's plenty of shows on there. But this one's called Evil Petting Zoo. It's about oh, movies and television and Marvel Cinema. They're like the universe. biggest one, right? 
No, I don't, I don't know who the biggest is. <laughs> nah, there's a DJ podcast on there called Can You Dig It? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's by Supreme Low Rock. DJ Topspin, a.k.a. Blendy Blindiana Jones, and they got they got some heavy followers. Oh, I bet you they do, because they get, like, real deal motherfucking DJs on there. Yeah, no joke. But here at Grill How Long Steak, Mr. Oh, now I'm actually uh, down to about 16 minutes. All right. No, actually, I'm just joking. I'm pulling out the oven right now. Motherfucker. Uh, yeah, we're, we, we do okay. Uh, we don't do, do a very good job of sharing our podcast on social media and promoting it very often. Yeah, because we live that chef life. It's a lot of, it's a lot of word of mouth our podcast is. And yeah, it actually really is. And um, it's, it's a lot of fun because uh, you, you throw it at people and they're like, oh, I, would, I love listening to podcasts. And then you hope that they listen and then you see. But um you know, when you get, I've been throwing it up on Instagram. Yeah, keep when on listening. Uh, subscribe to it on uh, iTunes so it pops up, or uh, like it on SoundCloud or your Google Play, and it'll pop up when we have a new episode come out. Your notifications. We and, need to be doing it again on our goddamn Instagram. Uh, that's your that's your field, dog. I don't even have the fucking thing. Whatever. <laughs> this is private business show. Put on blast to the public, homie. I'm we sorry. fight behind closed doors. <laughs> no, we fight on in, every day, all day. Yeah. Uh, uh, what you got next? Well, did you want to bring up that topic about the lady selling the stuff, or do you want to get to this? Uh, I'll throw it up real quick, just because it's funny. And um, that, then we can't talk about this. All right, then you talk about your shit. Yeah, it's true. I want to get some chicken. So yeah. Uh, okay. So the weather is turning. Uh, it is becoming fall. Mm-hmm. Menus are changing. Leaves are falling. Leaves are falling. Not here. It's raining. Yeah, here in Seattle, but uh, this was pretty fun. We decided we'd shit on somebody or talk shit real quick, like we always do, because that's what I like to do. I like to shit. I just like hating on people. I do too. Shade is fun. I guess there's a new app out there. It's like a shit app. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, folks, but I heard about it in the kitchen today, and you can track all over town with your friends of where you use the bathroom at. And you check in and stuff like, oh, I just went here or I went here and you time it and it's, I don't know, it's weird stuff. Kitchen. Mine would be really boring because it'd be like, he shits at home <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. Anyway, I'm sorry. I wish I had the name of it, but I haven't even looked it up. Uh, so anyway, the weather is turning and uh, The Feast, uh, which is a website, uh, they did a story about on celebrity chefs um, at the Memphis Food whatever celebrity food thing in Nashville, Tennessee, not Memphis. Um, and they caught up with some celebrity chefs and they asked them about uh, some ingredients that they're uh, sick of hearing about and then some fall ingredients that they're excited about. Um, so we're going to go over them real quick. And uh, Yeah, what we got? What we got? So Nancy, and Johnny has not heard this yet. So I know, this is exciting. Nancy Silverton, she's a chef and restaurateur from uh, L.A. Uh, she's also a, a guest judge on uh, Top Chef. Uh, she says she's sick of hearing about a 75-degree egg. She, her quote is, she says it's always snotty. Yeah. I've never, I've never fucked with a 75-degree egg, but is that a room-temperature egg? <laughs> yeah. That doesn't sound good at all. <laughs> that sounds like gross. Like, here is your, uh, yeah, that does sound snotty because it seems like the yolk would just be set and just like. That's pretty much it. Oh. Yeah. Uh, be that drip. You, you, you haven't ever worked with it before? Uh, No. I mean, I don't really, I mean, when it comes to eggs, I either fry them or poach them, you know? The, the egg is incredible, dude. It is. Incredible. So edible. versatile. Um, and she's excited for uh, fall. She's excited about them white truffles. Well, you already know. You already know how I feel about that shit. Yeah, we spoke about the white truffles. Uh, if you see white truffles, add to, if you have an option to add white truffles to any dish. Make uh, it rain. 
Yeah, make that shit rain, dude. You know, you're only going to live once. And I'm even going to say, before the wine, everybody's like, oh, let me get that nice bottle of wine. How about you get the wine that's not that nice and upgrade with the white truffles? Because if you're, especially if you're getting them Italian white truffles, mm-hmm. because mm, they're, yeah. so, mm, they're so good. They also asked the chefs, uh, what, what one meal are they going to cook when the weather turns? And this one's like, oh, you mean at my restaurant? Uh, no, they're talking about home. But she said at her restaurant, she's going to uh, cook guinea fowl with chicken livers and a sausage sauce. Sounds heavy. Yeah, I mean, but it's, it's fowl. It's some game hen. Um, so it's going to be small. Uh, chicken livers and sausage sauce. I mean, it sounds delicious. I wonder what else she's going to serve with it. That's it. Hopefully a just salad a just so that she can pass. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mike, Michael Simone. Uh, I think that's how you say his name. Uh, Simeon. Simeon? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. That's not his name. Uh, he is, uh, I know which one he is. He's pretty funny. He's a host of the TV show. He's a host on the TV show, The Chew. You watch that show? No. Who's uh, there's Curtis Stone on there? And I don't watch any of those. Mario Batali, I think. So I don't know. I'm getting my Xfinity hooked up tomorrow, so I'll start watching. Whatever. Uh, they asked him uh, what uh, he's sick of. He says he thinks food is a fad. It's just sometimes it's overused. That so, food? Yeah. Like as a whole thing. <laughs> no, he's talking about things that he's sick of. Oh. Like he says it goes through fads. You know? oh, okay, okay. He okay. thinks that none of it's like over. None of it's. He's not sick of any of it. He just thinks it's overused. Gotcha. So, and what uh, he's excited about this fall? That butternut squash. Oh, that nut nut. Butternut <laughs> squash. I don't even know what to say about butternut squash. It's amazing. I mean, it's good. Yeah, I like it. You got to. I mean, it's pretty one dimensional, but. No, there's all sorts of stuff you can do. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you can puree it, you can grill it, or do whatever you want with it. But at the same time, it's still, it's like a very distinct flavor. You're like, oh, I know that's, that's butternut, butternut squash. squash. Yeah. So that's why you have to make pie out of it or something like that. Mm, you know? I have pumpkin put pie. It in, put it in stuffing. You know? I like that in stuffing, yeah. There's a lot of different stuff you can do yeah, with yeah, it. Yeah. Johnny, come on, man. I'm just like a squash, God, squash so is black. squash, yo. Uh, and what he says, get that uh, acorn or something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when he says the weather changes, he's going to make uso buco. Oh, that's tasty. Which if you've not, if, yeah, if you're out here, you're listening to this show and you have never had that dish, um, uh, you can judge a lot of chefs on the way they make that dish. Yeah. Because so. if that, if that shank isn't falling apart, uh. like fucking, but still standing, <laughs> it's gotta be firm when you use the plate and then once you poke it, it just literally it just disintegrates. Falls, it just falls apart. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, go to a restaurant if you have not had Sobuco and, uh, you know, fucking San Fermo had a pretty reasonable Asobuco. Asobuco. Sobuco. Okay. Tim Love. He is a Texas restaurant tour. Oh, I know about Tim Love. He is a te- uh, top chef master alumni. Ah. I like his answer. That's a good one. People take notes on this one. Okay. He is sick of tacos for people who cannot make tacos. <laughs> <laughs> Shitty tacos is a good Shitty yeah. tacos is a, f- dude. That's a thing. It's a real thing. Okay. Uh, you better have some recipes uh, that go back, uh, you know, 10, 15, 20 years. Um, get the right seasoning. Well, one thing I need. I need slow cooking slow is cooking. the way to yeah. go. Slow cooking. Please 
You cannot whip tacos up in an hour. No. I always say sometimes confit or meat first. Like, get that shit. Just Whatever. Like, Bolsified. But. And, and the ingredients got to be fresh, man. Don't buy, don't buy shit of the, in, in, a, in a jar. You're going to make rice and beans? Make rice and beans at home. Soaking beans. Yeah. So it's, that's what he says he's uh, sick of. Uh, and uh, for fall, he's excited about rutabaga. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a big fan of rutabaga. I think I'm too stoned for that one. Are you stoned? Uh, partly. Uh, <laughs> you got to stop smoking that shit. It's bad for you. How you ever get on that chef level if you keep smoking the devil's lettuce, man? Uh, I know almost all the chefs I know smoke weed. Everybody at my work, man. If you got any of y'all listening to this, stop getting so blazed before work, man. Yeah, but see, that's the thing. Is like they're don't like, do it right before. Well, yeah, you, you don't do it before work. No, you don't do it right before. You're, you can do it when you come into prep and stuff like that. Don't do it right before you're about to come online. Right before we're about to get hit. And you're just like, what? And they're like, dude, can you move faster? Like, do you have, like, is there a knob I turn on your back to Man, make you Man, you need to get those, you need to get those dudes on Sativa because they're like, whoa, like yeah, spinning. <laughs> exactly. Like, like going hard. All right. Now he says, uh, the Tim Love says that the first dish that he's going to make when the weather turns is a New York strip and spaghetti. <laughs> Together? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your boy ain't playing. He's like, that's my comfort food, man. I'm about to be at the crib. I'm about to be like New York Strip and I'm about to uh, uh, make some spaghetti. All right. Tony Montana. I don't know. How Tony Montana? Tony Montana. <laughs> Tony Montano. Uh, he's a chef owner from Chicago. He's also a top chef, uh, top chef alumni. A lot of these uh, people have been on the Bravo Network a lot. Well, yeah, there's a host on here too. Yeah, they're celebrity chefs. I don't know who says they're a celebrity, but apparently some people think they're a celebrity. He said he is sick of cheese that are made from nut milk. Like almond milk and shit? Yeah. Are you not in that fat? No. Yeah, it's big in the vegetarian. I would have slapped the shit out of somebody <laughs> if they gave me cheese made from nut milk. It's not bad. It's I mean, I'm sure it's fine. Yeah. They'd be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm not sick of that trend. I don't see it. That I only often. eat cheese that comes out of nipples, okay? You don't, you're not beef milk? <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> I would try human human cheese. Human cheese? I bet uh, you that should be gnar, dude. It's super bitter. <laughs> you are stoked. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh he said that he is uh his uh fave uh for the fall is going to be white truffles also. He said the meal that he's going to cook when the weather turns going to be a pork neck bones with tomatoes and garlic stewed down over pasta. What's up with everybody fucking with pasta? I, I mean, it's comfort food, man. You know, it's, it's you know. It's, I guess I don't really eat pasta that much. I yeah. mean, I guess I had a bowl of ramen today, though. All right. Manit Chohana. Uh, she's a, a judge on Chopped, the TV show Chopped. Uh, she says she's sick of bacon. Use pork belly. It's better. That's what I say. <laughs> everyone's like, oh, let's make a BLT. And I'm like, why don't we do that pork belly BLT? And everyone's like, oh, why would you do that? And I was like, because pork belly is far superior to bacon. That's what she says. <laughs> she says, you know, it's always in season and it's just but people, but then, But then people are always like, but it's not approachable because it's pork belly. And I was like, anybody <sighs> who it has any sort of fucking palate will eat pork belly. It's bacon. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Bacon, it's easy. Um, she said she's excited for fall. Uh, she's the warming spices. Johnny, some of your favorite spices there. Cinnamon, nutmeg, and star anise. That anus. Or anus. She, what, what, is she Asian? She's, uh, I believe, Indian. 
Oh, I was like, she likes that Chinese fries, spice, doesn't she? <laughs> Stupid. Uh, when the weather changes, she's going to make pistachio crusted pork with curried apple saute. Satay. Nice. Oh, satay. Yeah. Um, I read it wrong. Yeah, it sounds pretty good. And I, I was like, what the fuck? Pistachio uh, crusted pork. Yeah, she said she's never made it, but she said, <laughs> she said I've never made pistachio crusted pork, but uh, I'm a, it sounds good. I like her, man. I like her swag. Uh, and then uh, Ludo Lufbrew. How do you say? I, I know this this chef. He's from uh, Iceland. No, he's an LA based star chef. He's also uh, ran a couple pop popular uh, pop ups. Uh, I guess he's a star for a chef for stars or some shit like that. He said he's not sick of anything. Pussy. Uh, he said his favorite uh, fall uh, for fall is celery root. Yeah. There, that's good. I like that one. Some of these are good. And then he said he knows it sounds pretty basic, but when the fall, uh, when it turns to fall, he's just going to make stews. What kind of stews? He said any kind of stew. The only do. answer that was good over off. pasta. No, he didn't <laughs> over I pasta. mean, his celery root one was good, but other than that, basic. Like, whatever, come on, man. Come expand, on, man. This is whatever. Everybody's sick of something. You can't say you're not sick of anything. This next one is is what's ch- what's jumping right here. Uh, it's Aaron Sanchez. He's the- oh f- no 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 no. You said it wrong. Aaron Sanchez. <laughs> I Fuck that dude. It had though. two. It had <laughs> yeah. two. What are those called above the? Oh, those, I just call him accent marks, but he's a fucking dweeb. Uh, what's his name? Aaron Sanchez. Man, get out of here, Aaron. He's the dude I always talk about. It's like he'll speak, he'll, be, he'll speak in perfect English until he says something that has to be, that's Spanish or like has some Latin thing. Impression. And he's so he's like, I love so I love what you're doing with this dish. So you have uh you have the rice over here and then you have the cheese going, but the tortilla, oh the tortilla, <laughs> it's really good. It's the tor- the tortilla is really good. And I'm just like, we all know that you're Latin. Your name is Aaron. And like your last name is Sanchez. You don't have to throw out that you have some sort of Spanish accent because you speak. His name is A.A. Rod. A.A. Rod. A.A. Rod. Sanchezy. <laughs> so he's the co-host of Chopped? Yeah, he's a dork. Yeah. Uh, he said he's uh, sick of Kale Caesars. Oh, that's a good one, that's though. What I said. That's a good one. But Kale Caesars are cracked, man. Man, you know what I was. Every place does it now. Yeah, because white bitches love kale. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, I don't know if I. Because you using the word bitches. <laughs> like, since you get my white princesses. Out your white there. princesses? Your wasp princesses? <laughs> uh, and then he said that he's uh, his favorite is that butternut squash. You know that nut, nut, yeah, he's about it. Um, and then when that, re- when that weather changes, he's about to make that red chili pozole. Mm, pozole. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> With uh, pork belly. Fuck yeah. Uh, I mean, I, mean I like him now. I mean, <laughs> I mean, they all gave some pretty basic answers. They're not good. I don't really get some of the pasta. The New York strip with the spaghetti. I've, I've seen that before, though. I mean, At Spaghetti uh, Factory. R.I.P. Spaghetti Factory. Wait, what? Uh, old Spaghetti Factory here in Seattle. R.I.P. But Buenos Aires Grill is uh, coming back. They're building it on uh, First Avenue down in Belltown. Interesting. Uh, the Argentinian Grill. Uh, I'm going to talk about more about that next week. Uh, but we are not going to do an ingredient of the week uh, this week because... It's uh, election day. It's election day. And uh, I'm trying to get out there. He's trying to get some chicken. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Shout I'm, out to I'm, t- I'm tired of shit. We were actually supposed to have a guest on today. Uh, yeah, fucked over though. Yeah, he's opening a new restaurant. I want, I want, he's opened up Cursed Oak. I shouted him out before. Uh, but 
it's trials and tribulations of opening a restaurant, uh, yeah. which we'll be delving into more. But he's doing uh, what every great, weeks. what every good chef does, though. And that's he's there working it out, man. Uh-huh. So if any of you guys are looking for a job, Cursed Oak, it is uh, on the corner of Second Avenue and Blanchard in the Belltown neighborhood. Good dudes to work for. They're all homies. Uh, I want to thank uh, Jahani Tsunami two times, baby. And uh, I want to thank uh, <laughs> Studio 212 for letting us record here. I want to thank the pod, uh, Soundcasting Network for uh, hosting our show. And I want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, and, yeah, like, subscribe, uh, leave comments, email us, uh, grillhollongsteakmister at gmail.com. Chris, thanks for the email. Uh, Johnny, well, how can they get at you? Uh, you can find me on the Instagram at Johnny Tsunami. Um, and that's about it. I don't really flex with much else. You so. said people have been flex getting at you on that ground. They have been. You know, I've actually been liking it because I've been getting hit up by uh, a lot of black entrepreneurs. And it's good to see that my that uh, there's people out there that are listening and um, recognizing, uh, you know. Brothers. Mine is at Bobby Stills. Um, yeah, I've got a couple of people hitting me up lately about random stuff. It's all about the hashtags, I realize. You got to hashtag really random shit, and then all of a sudden you'll start getting followers because people like people hashtag things like uh, like emoticons and stuff like that. So if you do like, I do the, the, the peace sign, the black hand peace sign, and get hits dude yeah mine's uh, Bobby Stills B-O-B-B-Y-S-T-I-L-L-S uh, that's on the gram uh, we also have our Grill Hall Long Steak Mr. Uh, Instagram page yeah but I'm gonna get that info and then I'll, I'll get it to work on that <laughs> and then uh, you can also get us on Facebook at Grill Hall Long Steak Mr. on the Twitters uh, it's gonna be at How Long Steak Mr. Uh, once again thank everybody for listening and uh, we'll see you guys next week uh, episode 47 out, out. Grill How Long Steak Mr. Five minutes out. Eat a dick, bitch. <laughs>